0: Hello, good morning, everyone. Hey, this is Estella, your health coach with Stellar Healthy Living LLC. So happy to be back with you again for another episode of my co- my podcast, Stellar Healthy Living. This week we started our Let's Walk Challenge, and let me tell you something. So far, it has been phenomenal. The support and the um, updates that we've been doing with our group on Facebook uh, has, as usual, been very supportive, encouraging, inspirational. People are getting out there and walking, enjoying this beautiful fall weather. So, so, so happy for that. Uh, If you did not get a chance to join us this time, the next one will be coming next spring. But... Don't you fret, because I will have so many other things before the end of this year. We are in October, so we still have time left. Uh, On October 26th, I will have my 30-day challenge, which will lead us right into the week of Thanksgiving, which then starts our healthy holidays. That is a six-week program to keep us healthy, happy, joyful, and peaceful throughout the holiday season. So yes, we finished a year strong. A part of our walk challenge that we are doing, and this is day five of our 14-day walk challenge. It's just zooming by real fast. One of the things that we're doing in um, addition to the walk challenge is a no sugar challenge. That that will last the 14 days as well. And what that's doing is it's preparing us for the 30-day challenge. Let me say this about the no sugar challenge. It is a challenge. (laughs) It is called a challenge for a reason. There are so many of us that struggle with sugar addiction, what we used to call a sweet tooth. And I mean... No joke, sugar addiction is a real thing. It is a real struggle. It is a a, a true addiction. I can remember um, back in the day where um, it could be 1130 at night and just I would be craving the sugar so bad and not having anything in the house. I would go to the store uh, as long as it was open. I had to be sure to time my sugar craving just right before that store closed so that I could go and find something sweet. And instead of being in bed or getting ready for the next day, I was in the grocery store hunting sugar, you know. Um, so, yeah, it was pre- it's, it's pretty bad, and I know that it's a lot for a lot of people, which is why it's important to kind of give your body a break to detox from sugar. And the thing about sugar is it's in almost everything. There are so many places where sugar is hidden. Uh, In our Facebook group, I have been sharing the hidden names of sugar because, um, it it comes in so many different forms and so many different names of added sugar, table sugar, uh artificial artificial sweeteners, substitute sweeteners that really is masked in chemical names or long names or just different names in the foods that we eat, especially if we eat a lot of processed foods and even in the condiments that we eat like your salad dressings, your dips, uh, your mustard, ketchup, things of that nature. So, it's really been a challenge to try to um first of all, find those hidden sugars in the everyday foods that we eat because it's not just in the obvious places like your um candy, cake, um pies, cookies, juices, sodas, you know, even it even diet sodas. You know, a lot of people will say, well, I don't drink regular soda. I drink diet soda, so therefore I'm cutting out my sugar. Actually you're not, because in a lot of those um diet foods and diet drinks, they have replacement sweeteners which our body just turns around and breaks it down into glucose anyway. And just to give a little bit of information and education, because that's what I'm all about. I believe in educating the masses. Um, Our body does need a form of sugar for fuel. Our cells take up sugar for fuel so that more cells can be regenerated. Um, And those different cells are specialized into different tissues and those different tissues make up different organs. So sugar in and of itself is not a bad thing. Nothing is bad when it's taken in moderation. The problem comes when we overdo it with the sugar. We take in too much sugar. There's too much added sugar in the foods that we eat and then our body doesn't know what to do with that excess sugar so what ends up happening is over time our body begins to store that excess sugar in fat so it becomes um it becomes fat and then when that becomes an overload then the sugar begins to just build up in different places in our body And our bloodstream, our our blood becomes kind of tacky and sticky and difficult to move around and to circulate. And then um, over time, um, just as we age and just as the process of our pancreas overworking, trying to deal with all of this sugar, it, it secretes insulin. Insulin is what helps our cells to to use the sugar to burn it off. But over time, just our pancreas produces so much insulin to deal with all the excess sugar that the pancreas begins to give out. And not only can the pancreas give out, but we can also build a resistance or a tolerance to the insulin. So we become insulin resistant. So now that sugar begins to build more and more and more and more until a disease process is created. And that disease process is type two diabetes. Um, Type one diabetes is more of something that you're born with. You're born with a defect in your pancreas where it's not producing any insulin or it produces so little insulin that it's not enough for your body to use. That's type 1 diabetes. You're born with that. Um, that is something that's usually diagnosed from a very young age. Uh, type 2 diabetes is something that you develop over wear and tear over time. Um, does sugar in and of itself cause diabetes? No but it is a great factor in playing into that. Sugar also causes obesity. Why? Because again, your body has to store that sugar somewhere, and it storms stores it in the form of fat. Fat begins to deposit in in all areas of our body. It becomes really dangerous when it's deposited In the middle of our body, in our midsection, in our torso, because that's around the area of the heart. So then you get into issues of heart disease, cardiovascular disease, um, things of that nature. So sugar contributes to that. And then once you get into obesity, then there are a whole other set of issues that can occur with obesity. Uh, things like, of course, the diabetes, high blood pressure, kidney disease, uh, cancers. Now there are studies that are showing that there are certain cancers that are linked to obesity and there are certain cancers that is linked to the overuse of sugar. So those are things that we have to be, um, concerned with heart health, um, just the the health of your body overall sugar even affects your skin it can cause premature wrinkling it can cause your skin to dry out it can cause rashes the overproduction of yeast you know if you find that if you if you have itchy areas patchy areas on your body rashes you need to look at the foods you're eating you know is sugar causing issues um sugar can cause digestive problems. Um acid reflux, irritable bowel syndrome. All these things that we're beginning to learn that sugar causes. It slows down the motility of your digestive tract. That means it slows down the movement, how quickly um foods can pass through, your ability to your body's ability to extract nutrients from the foods that you're eating, you know, sugar can have an effect on that. Uh, So it can cause constipation. Who knew? You know, if you have problems with constipation, take a look at how much sugar you're taking into your body. Right? Who knew that sugar could have all of these negative effects? Not only on your physical body, but on your brain as well. You know, there are certain um, neurotransmitters um, in your brain that's triggered when you take in too much sugar, while there are other neurotransmitters that are kind of slowed down or become resistant to receiving um, neurochemicals and and things of that nature. Sugar can slow those things down. Um, There have been... um, MRIs and studies done that shows that the same areas that are highlighted for addictive substances like heroin and cocaine, those same areas light up when sugar is present. So that's how they know that sugar can be as addictive and even more addictive than, you know, your illicit drugs, which is crazy, Right. Because you don't have to go and stand out on the corner or get a drug dealer to get sugar. You can do like me and go to the grocery store (laughs) at midnight. I mean, you know, don't live near a grocery store that's 24 hours and is readily available. Because, you know, like I said, it's so available in every, um, so many foods that we eat and don't even think about as being, it doesn't taste sweet, but it has sugar in it. And so that's why it's even more addictive because it's so much more readily available and it changes the, the, the chemical makeup of of the brain. It can cause um, a central nervous system to, to, to slow down, to not be as fast to react. So um, sugar, although it can give you a temporary feel good, a momentary feel good, I mean, it it causes so much destruction in the body. That's why it's so important to get control of how much sugar we eat. And not only how much sugar we eat, but how how much um, simple carbohydrates we take into our bodies. And, you know, maybe I will do a podcast later, really getting into the different kinds of carbohydrates such as simple, complex um, carbohydrates and how the body breaks that down. I know there are a lot of uh, of people who are, who are keto diet fans and they think, you know, oh, well, carbs are bad. So they eliminate all carbs from their diet and although i'm not down in keto i know there are a lot of people who have great great results with keto but there is a right way to do keto there's a right way to do anything there's a right way to do it and a not so effective way to do it so um but it's the it's the starchy foods simple um carbohydrates that you find in what we call your junk food you know you know when you go down that junk food aisle they don't call it the junk food aisle junk food aisle at the grocery store they call it the snacks and cracker aisle or the cookies and candy aisle or if you go over into frozen foods you got your ice cream and frozen desserts those are the types of things that we really want to stay away from that adds an abundance of sugar into our diet more than what our body can handle. Now, those things in moderation as an every now and again thing is fine, but it's when it becomes a part of our regular routine that it's a problem. So, that's what the no sugar challenge is doing. It's 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 a way of retraining our brains, retraining our body, retraining our taste buds to kind of break that craving cycle for the sugar, for the junk food. And you know, it's important to do it in, in, in small amounts of time because, you know, we want to be we want to set ourselves up for success and not for failure. You know, you want to build up to extending out that time. So that's why we're doing a 14 day challenge and not a 30 day challenge yet with the no sugar challenge. Now, in my um Facebook group, you know, I included some things to kind of help along the way to know what the effects of sugar are and to know, well, what can I do to replace? Because it's never about with me focusing on what you can't have. We want to focus on what you can have. What can I eat? What can I enjoy? Because I still believe that it's okay to enjoy food. You know, a lot of people say I eat to live and I don't live to eat. Well, I like to say I'm a little bit of both. You know, I know I have to eat to live and it's important what I eat to extend my living. (laughs) But I also like to enjoy it a little bit too. So I include some things that not only will help with the sugar cravings, but that's enjoyable as well. It's important to eat. To have snacks, to have healthy snacks, to have protein on board, to um, have those crunchy things, soft gooey things that still gives you that texture and that feel good to your mouth minus the sugar. So that's important. Things like um, nuts, protein bars, um, you know, drinking lots of water. Really, really helps. Finding other things to do to take your mind off of your cravings, like reading a book, um, exercising, listening to music, meditation, anything that you can do, any physical activity, crafts, art, whatever your hobbies are, really engage in those hobbies to take your mind off of the sugar. Things are, are, are enjoyable. You know, going and getting a massage, you know, something that can help you to relax and um, not be so stressed about, oh, I can't have sugar. And, you know, some great replacements for sugar is eating foods that have natural sugar in it. You can't go wrong with God's snacks, okay? Snacks that are occurring in nature. Things like berries. Berries are high in fiber. They are actually low in sugar. Great for if you're diabetic. Your strawberry, raspberry, blackberries, blueberries. Those are things that are great to have. They are high in fiber because of the the seeds that are in them. So not only does that cut down on the sugar content, it also helps... Things to get back to moving in your body. Apples. Apples are another great high fiber source that's also sweet and can and can really um, help with that. Help soothe that sweet tooth, Uh, especially apples and peanut butter. You know, you want to pair a high fiber such as that with a protein. That's like the Perfect snack. Of course, you can always do whole grains, like maybe trying whole grain crackers as opposed to processed saltine crackers, such as um wheat thins, triscuits. Those are great things to have. Again, add some um natural uh natural peanut butter with no added sugar. Still gives a little bit of saltiness, a little bit of sweetness to it to really um, soothe that craving. You know, all of these things are, are, are great. And then if all else fails, if you just really, really struggling to soothe that sweet tooth to stop that sweet cravings, you've drunk water, you went for a walk. Uh, you you try the healthy snacks. The apple and peanut butter just is not cutting it. You've tried to get your mind off of it, and that craving is just still there nagging you. Then there are chromium tablets that you can buy at your um, health food store that can really help um, with that craving. Also, you might need to have your magnesium check, magnesium pills. Can help with that craving. Sometimes we have cravings because we are lacking in a certain micronutrient or vitamin or mineral. You might be low in magnesium. It might be your chromium. You know, until you can get enough of the healthy snacks in you, that's going to replace, you know, that's going to replace that in your body. You can try those to help soothe your sugar cravings until you know you can wean yourself off of that. But your your nuts, your pumpkin seeds, your Brazil nuts, your cashews, your almonds, um, uh, pecans, things of that nature, those type of nuts should really help with those um vitamins and minerals that you're that you're missing out of your diet that really the sugar has been sugar coating, uh pun intended. Intended. That's been sugar coating those things that your body is is missing. Sometimes when we, those cravings are a signal that we're missing something in our body, and we cover it up by eating overly salty food or overly sugary food. And then when you replace those with your healthier snacks, you begin to replenish those vitamins, those minerals into your body. And then you'll find that those cravings will will settle down. And the more you stick with the healthy snacks, the more your body will actually begin to crave those healthy snacks. The more you drink water, your body will crave that water. So the most important tip I can give you for for a no sugar challenge is be patient with yourself. Give yourself time. If you're like me, You've been craving sugar since you came out the womb, okay? Out the womb, okay? <laughs> it's going to take some time and effort. Don't beat yourself up if you got to give in and have, a, have something sweet. Don't go overboard. Just have a little bite of it. Drink your water. Keep it moving. And give yourself time and lots of patience, and you will get there. Listen, I hope that this has been helpful. As you can tell, I love teaching. I love educating. Give me a shout out if this has really helped you. Um, Be sure to share and subscribe to this podcast. Share the wealth. Don't keep it to yourself. Uh, Share it to your social media. Speaking of social media, you can follow me. On Facebook, at Stellar Healthy Living. You can follow me on Instagram, at Stellar Healthy Living. And I also have a website, StellarHealthyLiving.com. Listen, uh, I hope you all will stay tuned. Uh, There will be announcements coming next week for my 30-day challenge. A lot of specials I have coming. So, I hope you stay tuned for that. And I will see you all next week. Have a great weekend. Bye-bye.